Hey folks, this is a little special edition of Henry and Hops covering the Iowa caucus. Because these episodes are a bit out of order, I do have to warn you that we may be talking about some things in this episode that we refer to as the past that actually happened in the future. It's called prescience. You'll learn about that too. As a reminder, we will now be releasing episodes on the 20th of every month, so look for a new episode or two on February 20th. And until then, enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. All right, here we go. This is the podcast about a little wedding and a lot of elections. Bernie. And probably Killer Mike, hopefully. All right. Good? All right. Yeah. The intro song. We're singing along, drinking beer, and talking about politics. Uh, Henry and Hops. Politics and beer. Adventures and thoughts for your ear holes to hear. So let's have a brew, maybe just three or two, for chance to discover new shit that we never knew. So come along. That's the end of our song. Yeah. Oh, that, that actually is the end of... That's it. Uh, we just talk culture and shit. I'm pop right. this beer. Good, I'm here. And I'm not queer, but I definitely want to drink some beer. And if you're queer, that's cool too. What are you drinking? I am drinking a special edition from my good friends at Bear Republic up in Healdsburg, oh, wow. California. It's the <laughs> Cafe Racer 15, actually. Or Cafe 15 Oh, Racer. cool. Yeah, have you had that? Good? Is it good? Oh, no, delicious. I haven't had it. I want to try it. Super Imperial. It's like 9.75, actually. It's funny they go to the... But the it's cafe, store. right? Cause it, so it's not a little dark? But what's the cafe mean? No, it's coffee? No, no, no. It's just that name? Yeah, it's like the name. I think it might refer to the, like that it, they only served at the cafe. I don't have any fucking clue, to be honest with you. They should just All call right. it... They should just call it, you know, Racer 15. They call it Cafe Racer 15. All right, well, I'm drinking uh, Anderson Valley Blood Orange Ghosts, which I discussed on the last podcast, but in order, this one will probably be released first or simultaneously or something. So I don't know if you'll hear it first. It's great. Get it. Go get some Anderson Valley Ghosts. That's all I got to say about that. I'll give it a hotel. You know what's interesting, actually? That's great. You know what's so funny about Anderson Valley? I actually know the East Coast rep for Anderson Valley. Uh, oh, word. So can you get me some of these at a discount? Yeah, dude. Oh, man. I did a cheese. Um, I actually ran a cheese pairing event with Anderson Valley at this really cool restaurant in Philadelphia a while ago, like probably a couple years ago now. But we paired each of four of our cheeses with four of their beers. And it was awesome. And the guy was the nicest can be, and he's always, like, treated me real good. Um, he's just, like, gregarious, kind of just super friendly guy that will remember you forever. Yeah, I think a lot of, like, a lot of at least the, the best beer companies have good beer reps. Because when we were at, like, the, the conventions and stuff, every time I met a beer rep from a company I really liked, they were, they were always, like, chill and willing to hang out with you outside of the hours of the actual convention and, like, just talk about beer as long as you were passionate about the same things you know yeah we went to like another uh tap takeover in philly beer week at uh, this place called brew which is relatively new and um you know i'd ordered a couple beers at the bar for me and sarah and this fool comes around he's like hey hunter i don't you might not remember my name i don't remember but um he's like hey how you doing and uh you know i introduced him he's like well hey next round's on me and then he like bought us like one or two rounds of beers it was just Beyond that, I mean, he was just the friendliest guy. I, I feel like an asshole. I can totally not remember his name. It was like... Ryan Niebuhr. Like that, you know? 
Well, put it in here, maybe. Ryan but Niebuhr. We look it up. Yeah, just like double. All right, well, Ryan Niebuhr. You're out there. Yeah, he's actually does the entire West Coast or East Coast, as far as I remember. He was like New York to Jersey, you know, to Philly. Well, I'd like to talk to you about some upcoming events. Ryan Niebuhr. Whatever his name. name. Um, We could probably look it up actually online, so we'll dub all this out. Yeah. Sorry. Well, that's what I'm saying. We're going to dub in his name whenever I say the word Ryan Niebuhr. Ryan Niebuhr. (laughs) And that'll be his real name. Great. Yeah, it'll um, be whatever. It'll sound really weird because it'll be the same recording every time. But it'll be funny. Perfect. I like it. Um, <laughs> if his name is actually Ryan Niebuhr, you should still re-record it and then dub it over. That still would be funny. <laughs> yep. Yep. I agree. <laughs> okay. So anyhow, I mean, okay. So you're gonna be married um, really soon. Oh yeah. A week like from next week. Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm uh, excited for I you. I mean, I just, I feel like I must be forgetting something because everything seems okay, but, um... Did you get the beer? I think that's how it's going to be in... Yeah, I got the beer. We're doing a Winwood Ale. Uh, it's going to be, it? like, a two local craft beers at least. We're getting at least the IPA and the Porter. We might get the IPA, the Porter, and the the Golden Ale, but I don't know if it's, uh, if there's enough taps for it. Is it a Belgian Golden or is it, like, an American Golden? It's based... It's their mass-produced kind of beer, that is sort of like an American lager, but it's not at all like that. But I guess it is, my question is: Does it use Belgian yeast or not? Uh, I should check. Actually, that's I. It wasn't. It wasn't my favorite of the three. That's why I decided against it, even though it's probably the most. The only reason I bring that up is because I was going to say is that there's a disturbing trend in um, American craft and, to a certain extent, non-craft breweries, where they call like a light. Super light ale, or a you know a lighter lager. They call it a golden ale. I guess they wouldn't call a lager golden ale. So it's an ale, a really light ale. A pilsner, right? Pilsner's still an ale. Pilsner lager. Okay, so I don't know. No, this, yeah. See, see, see. This is this is more in that style because it is a blonde ale. Uh, it is officially a blonde ale, and so, it does use a German pilsner malts. Yeah, with a uh, British crystal malts and uh, Jack. Saz hops and German ale yeast. Oh, so it's so it is American blonde. Oh, so it's stupid. Yeah. So it's yeah. not. So it's not what you wanted. Yeah, correct. It's not Belgian, and that I mean Belgian, and I clearly I just mean that based on yeast strain, and it's that's really all it's yes. about. It's there's a simple like fruity or I don't know what you'd say. I mean, how would you describe the difference? It's it's so obvious when you taste it, but it's. I I think it. I mean, I think it's the difference between like that bread that bread taste and more of like a it's not citrus because citrus is more associated with hops but it's it's like that uh it's like a crisp taste mm-hmm, mm-hmm. can't define it yeah it's like crisp and kind of not really there versus i i, I want to say yeasty but that you know is against the golden yeah. rule of using the word yeah in and the i think and i think the the one Ready. this yeah. beer actually like kind of splits the difference between the two but it's still like the porter is more varied, and it the, the porter was their uh, gold medal winner at the Great American Beer Festival, mm. and then Delicious. the the IPA is just like I had to have an IPA. So well, I appreciate. I that. felt like those were the two to go for. No, that's great, and maybe what we can do also is like buy some special bottles at a store and like keep them in the bar in the back bar. Yeah, maybe. I don't really know if we'll need those. There's full liquor, too. And some of this is, like, expensive stuff. So oh, my gosh. You're liquor. having liquor also? Oh, or beer. beer. 
Yeah, uh, that's the thing is because because there's liquor, like I don't really give a crap about just offering two beers, whatever people want to do. Oh no 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 no! Can make I'm their not, own drinks. I'm not trying to uh, shit on shit on your choices. It sounds great, and I feel like most people actually drink liquor first, like as the choice, right? It's really popular. Yeah, maybe I don't know. We'll see wine, maybe too. We'll see. Yeah, at my wedding, you know, everybody drank wine. Everybody drank wine, but that was also like. Well, it's because we were in wine country. Well, yeah, but also it had to do with the fact that the caterer didn't do, like, there was wine bottles on the table. I mean, my wedding was super unorganized, and that was fine with me, but, like, looking back, obviously, it's easy to critique certain points, and there's a couple things that would have done differently, and we've already talked about that. Well, I'll tell you, I drank a lot of beer at your wedding. Good, thank you. I felt good about it. It makes me really happy. Despite the fact that I also didn't drink for the last two hours, and tried to keep all the beers in the latter half below 5% or whatever the lowest one was. Okay, well... I drank a lot of the ghosts at the end. That's great. No, good. I mean, what was nice is that the brewery, uh, the, like, strong Belgian golden ale and the Sculpin were the two kegs that were the closest to kicked. And that made me really happy. Yeah, the Sculpin was the number one at the beginning. That's kind of where... Yeah, that was great. But, you know what, though? There was that beautiful bourbon barrel-aged stout that actually wasn't that high in alcohol. That, like we probably yeah drank, it was good probably drank like a quarter of that keg dude yeah well those are hard to drink it that's the thing about the, like the porter i don't think a lot of people are going to drink it but i kind of wanted to have it as an option and also i didn't need to have fucking five that was crazy yeah but then again you had such good choices i agree it was too much but like i i that like the lemon ghost for example was such a surprisingly good beer that really i was good. so glad you had that one yeah and have my last. And it so represented you guys as a couple that you had like a copious amount of wine, beer, and cheese, but like oh. no organization system for that. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. yeah, I know. I just wish that um, if some there was some way that I had a sit like a giant kegerator where I could put it a full half, uh, you know, half well, barrel keg in it too, and then keep it. But like those guys at the fucking spot were like, I should have got. That's why I should have gotten for Bevmo. Just a shittier selection, but they would have had a lot of them. And I hate to say it, but like those dudes made me get it back to them by like early the next week. Yeah. So yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Okay. Can we move to politics? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So last night. So uh, yeah, this is February second. We're recording this. This is uh, six fifty three. It's a Tuesday. Uh, yesterday. Yesterday, the uh, there was there was a tie in the Democratic race in Iowa, and Cruz won, right? Yeah, is that what we're taking away? Yeah, Cruz won. Um, or or we, did Clinton win? Are we gonna say that? <laughs> well, um, it, it's a hard issue. Okay, so real quick for those of you who aren't abreast with the issues, uh, Joshua here kind of. Got me up to going on them uh, late last night. For me, late and very late for you. What it was is essentially that um, the, the differential and what they have are called what electoral um, vote equivalents uh, versus delegate equivalents. Delegate equivalents. Delegate yeah. equivalency. I love talking about that. All yeah. Time. So uh, wait, what? Say it again. It's delegate delegate equivalency. Okay. Right. So whatever. They don't record the real numbers. I mean, the whole idea of a caucus. Um, in this specific year, in this case, I feel like is just ridiculous. Sorry if that's well, a Democratic caucus, right? The, the Republican caucus, at least, like 
they just vote and count the votes. Like, I don't understand why they have to make it so complicated on the Democratic side and why it has to start in Iowa, but that's a whole other issue. That's a whole other issue. And also the um, the, the complications, especially relative to the uh, Republicans, is super important, and we should address that. But for today, I think we are super limited on time, so let's stick to the issues, which I know that I know that you're not not doing that. So the fact is he lost by, Bernie lost by like, Roughly three to six of these equivalents, right? And yeah, about six. But it was, but it's you know. Go ahead. Yeah. Aside, it's 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 enough of an amount that it's made up by, um, you know, margins of error just in human error. But there are also lots of reasons, or at least if you look at the internet today, you'd think there were a lot of reasons to believe that the that the election might have been slightly rigged in Hillary's favor. Elaborate, please. Well, there have been reports of missing votes, uh, missing like entire precinct votes, uh, precincts that voted incorrectly based on the populations they had there, uh, precincts that made up extra votes to fill in gaps that all went to Clinton. Can you speak uh, to there, the coins? Just lots... Well, the coin toss thing is a very small element of this that only affects like six small votes that actually make up then a larger delegate vote. So like it's barely it's it's probably like point one point point zero one percent of the actual tally. But the point is that like in this case they had uh the 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 Sanders campaign pointed out to the Democratic Party that they that in certain cases they weren't gonna caucus enough people to fill in the numbers and the Democratic Party apparently told the people at those caucus sites to flip a coin for the extra right. delegates. Yeah, I know I read and, that as well. That it, that was their recommendation. Right. And in all six cases, Clinton won. Now, that could just be that the people who were writing down the delegates happened to put down Clinton because they didn't want to do the coin toss, or maybe she did win six coin tosses. And I think that's kind of what the debatable point is on that issue. But it's such a small example. I'm more concerned about the 5% of precincts that are still missing in the vote tally and are just assumed to be Clinton County, despite the fact that the votes were probably never counted. Wait, so those five uh, counties are... No, 5% of counties. It's 90 precincts out of the 1,600 have still not reported the results, and the chairs for a lot of these precincts are missing altogether. And Bernie Sanders' campaign claimed at the time that they were never appointed chairs, and there are reports that people showed up to vote for Sanders, and then their vote was never taken. Oh my God! Really? Yeah, but these are but these are all personal accounts that are like being on the, that are being shown on the internet with pictures, and they're hard to verify. You know what was actual and what was experienced. Okay. You know? So like we have two different. Thank you. That, we we do it. have. I will say. I will say there are five percent of the precincts that are still missing to this point of this recording. Okay. Um, and they're presumed to be Clinton, but again. Are they are they effectively counted towards Clinton? No, they're not counting the vote at all right now. They're just not accounted at all. Right. Exactly. Because there's ninety five percent reporting. Regardless, I think that the fact that it was so close or whatever you want to call it, and I'm echoing I think what a lot of people are saying, is that it was, you know, it's super positive for Bernie, right? Yeah, I agree. How could I mean, it not if be? anything, it's positive for him. So here's the thing, right? I think here's what the Clinton campaign is hoping. He d- <clears throat> Not hoping, but projecting. So, 
I think Bernie will do really well in New Hampshire. I hope he wins. I don't want to be too optimistic, but I hope he wins. Oh, I think he's going to win New Hampshire. Yeah, I, th- I, I'm I hope put that so. I, th- I kind of think so, but I don't want to say it. You know what I mean? I don't want to jinx Yeah, I think he needs Nevada, too, though, at this point. And when is Nevada? Uh, that coming up before Super Tuesday, too. Is that the last state between New Hampshire or the only state between New Hampshire and Super Tuesday? I believe there's one more. We discussed this on the last one, but I Carolina, can't South Carolina? Uh, yeah. Or yeah, but South part... Carolina is clearly Clinton right it... now. Okay, or is that part of Super Tuesday? Let's not talk about this again, because we already covered it, and I have a feeling I'm going to have to correct all this stuff, too. All right, all right. Um, <laughs> strike that from the record. So, he gets... If he can get Nevada, maybe that's really the, the pinch. That maybe that's... If he can get New Hampshire, then Nevada... Yeah. Um, okay. Well, yeah, I, I think he needs to, to build momentum out of New Hampshire. He needs a big win in New Hampshire... Uh, to solidify the fact that he's a viable candidate. And more importantly, he needs to rise in the national polls enough for him to be considered on a national level. Because uh, there are a lot of perspective charts that show him competing with, let's say, Rubio or, you know, Cruz on a, on a large scale. But, no, but not enough people know who he is to really take those polls into account. Mm-hmm. And you're still, Cause, you're, cause, still, you're still like, you think uh, Rubio is going to take it. Should we not talk about oh, that? Oh, yeah. Okay, so can, let's talk about that side really quickly. So the Wait, first of all, night... wait, can I do a quick Bernie impression? Just throw it in there. I don't even know. Oh, what... yeah, yeah, of course. Um, well, wait, first of all, I need you to tell me what Killer Mike would think about all this. What would Killer Mike think? Yeah. He's probably pretty stoked. He's, he's probably pretty stoked, but he all probably thinks we're all idiots for accepting the results and not fighting back against the system. The, what know? was the first uh, worst part uh, before fighting against the system, you said? I think he's I think he's stoked about what it means, but I think he expects more from the civilian populace. Like we gotta we gotta yeah stand we up for this we kind suck, of shit. dude. Yeah, no, he's right. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. Um, I mean, you know what? I I think I'm gonna not do Bernie tonight. I don't feel like it's appropriate. I'm just I hope he does well. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, maybe we should maybe we should play a clip from his actual speech last night because I thought it was so good. Yeah, can and, you do uh, that instead? Just, I'm gonna defer yeah, we'll to real just, like, Bernie sub that in here. Yeah. Then my critics say, well, Bernie, you have some great ideas for all this free stuff. How are you going to pay for it? I will tell you how we're going to pay for it. We are going to impose a tax on Wall Street speculation. Just leave it with that before New Hampshire. But guys, if you're in New Hampshire and you're in Nevada and you're in any of these primary states that are before or on Super Tuesday, know that your vote matters now more than ever. Like this thing came down to probably a couple hundred people in certain places voting. Maybe like, you, you got to be maybe those less, couple hundred actually, people. I feel like. Well, yeah, if they actually counted it, but I'm saying like the way that they're counting it is probably going to come down to like. Yeah, but also, you know, vote whoever for whoever you feel you should vote for. We don't oh, endorse the Yeah, candidate. no, no, 100%. Don't don't vote Bernie Sanders cuz we want to we want Bernie Sanders to be president. Vote for Hillary Clinton. Vote for Marco Rubio if you think that's what's right. I don't care. Just vote for go vote. Uh, Rand Paul or uh fucking yeah, that'd Chris be nice Christie. Too. It doesn't matter. Just vote. I'd prefer you didn't vote for Trump actually. I'm just going to say that. 
just because I think it's kind of a, a waste of a vote. But you know, it's really but, funny. Yeah, Every article that um, Huffington Post posts about Trump, they have a little thing in italics at the very bottom, and it's like note to readers: colon like Trump is a longtime homo, like uh, it's no, it's like xenophobe, and everything's like hyperlinked, like xenophobe, homophobe, <laughs> like sexist, and has a long history of like saying. You know, very incendiary and like comments that offend and you know, are offensive to everyone, and also this group and this, and this is like literally every article that literally mentions his name, they put this little disclaimer. And it's I read the article where they discussed what you know that they were doing that, and it's because like we regret that we almost have to, re, you know, uh, follow him Recover in a this? serious sense. I mean, I mean, how yeah, many I'm, supp- well, I'm me- surprised. A, you know, has a media section. That's a different story, but in a political sense, it's kind of. You know, sorry, go ahead. No, and I and I, I think you're right, and I think that's kind of... Okay, so first of all, last night's results. The results were that uh, Cruz, by and large, took the first place, but Rubio and Trump both placed very close, and Rubio placed way higher than expected and almost came in yeah. second over Trump, which I think was very unexpected from Trump's campaign, Rubio's campaign, Hello? and Cruz's. She's, she's and I lost Hunter. Hey folks, we had a minor technical difficulty here, so just bear with us. But in the meantime, it might be nice to mention the results of the Republican caucus are also under scrutiny, as Trump has now called out Cruz's campaign for possibly tweeting that one of the other Republican candidates had suspended his campaign ahead of the Iowa caucus. More to come on that in future episodes. Maybe. We think. We'll try. All right, are we good? It's... Yeah, I think so. All right, let's keep going. All right, well, I got to go to dinner soon. Sarah poked her head in here. Yeah, well, let's just do it real quick. I got I got something to say. Okay, so this is what I think. Ted Cruz is unelectable because, as we said in the past, he actually believes all the things that Donald Trump is saying, so he won't pivot center. Does he actually believe Donald Trump is, really? Oh, Ugh. I think I think he does. I don't know what you think, but I think he said so many things in the past and voted so often on that record that he's actually unelectable on a larger level because he represents too extremist of a viewpoint. Like, Trump's electable because he's never actually voted on anything, so if he changed his viewpoint, people would accept it. I don't think Cruz can do that. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's my feeling, and I think most of the party knows that. Most of the party doesn't want Cruz to be the... Uh, the person, which is, I think, why the 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 establishment showed up for Rubio la- last night, and I think well, they they will continue to show up for Rubio after Jeb and Christie drop out in after New Hampshire. You Go think ahead, it's so. New Hampshire that they drop out? No, I think. Well, it depends on their numbers there. I think they're going to be dropping out after uh, Super Tuesday. But what I was going to say is that, and eat my words if I'm wrong on that one. Um, what I was going to say though is that I do think. That talking to people that are the generically, not generically, but generally uh, democratic persuasion, people are are given a sigh of relief with Cruz over Trump in this case. At least in my personal like like non scientific experience, right? Like today, right? And yeah, but I think that's only because they don't think Cruz can win either, on a national level. R- okay, but and and you think that. Is the implication then that um, Trump is more viable in that in that situation? I, I, well, from a democratic standpoint, I think I would think so. At least I believe so. I think Trump is scarier because he's a wild card. My friend was describing him like Charlie Kelly in uh, in Always Sunny. <laughs> like you don't know what he's gonna do next. <laughs> that's so. great. Oh man, that's great. And and uh, and like uh, what's his Dennis is Cruz because he's like 
And I think I think the fear is that he would like he'd somehow like trip his way into the White House. Like whereas Cruz, we know what we're getting, we know what we're fighting, and I think we can win. Okay, I I think people are also scared about Rubio, but for other reasons because I think they yeah, well that's a whole other issue. I mean, that's a whole other fucking thing. We can tear into Rubio, but I but I hear based based on MSNBC and Fox's reaction to Rubio, they're gonna back him. Like the the media personalities in the Republican Party are gonna back him. And I think he's going to get a lot of money this week from people like Sheldon, and you know, a lot of a lot of those big donor money that have been holding out. Oh, you're on go you're in first Rubio's name campaign. with Mr. Allen. Oh yeah, we're we're close because we're both Jewish, you know. So so we have a big conspiracy oh. going on in the government. Oh man, <laughs> I'm more I, on the Bernie Sanders side of the conspiracy. But, I married a Jewish you know. woman, so you know. <laughs> So I don't know which side you chose to be on when you got married, but Jewish I side. know that's part of it. We're not, it, was, it was a Jewish No, no, wedding. the Jewish side, obviously. We're all on the Jewish side, but it's like half of us are Republicans, half of us are Democrats. I think you know where I stand on that one. <laughs> all right. Um, on that note, I'm going to go eat dinner with my wonderful wife. And I, I'm every time I say that, you know what I'm thinking a lot about? That one South Park episode. You ever think about that? With uh, quor- oh sorry, quarterback fucking Patriots. Oh Tom Brady. So, yeah, yeah, he has a Tom wife. Brady episode, right? The hot wife. Yeah. I'm gonna go home and have sex with my hot wife. Kind of looks like a man. Yeah. <laughs> Besides, I, I don't think my wife looks like a man. Yeah, I'm I, glad. Uh, this is a bit brief Super Bowl note right at the end here. I'm glad Tom Brady's not in the Super Bowl. Sorry, sorry, Hunter. <laughs> no, I don't care. Like, first of all, I'm not a big. Uh, I don't really follow football that much. I like to watch it, but. I don't have like a like a diehard team, you know. I like football in terms of a spectator sport. It's it's fun to watch, but yeah. anyhow, yeah. Um, yeah, and the Patriots they've done well for themselves the last like twenty years. Like let them, you know, come on, you know, give other people. But um, I think the Panthers are the underdog, right? Is that how it looks? Well, according to Vegas stats, Panthers are going to win. Really? But uh, but I think that. Yeah, I, well, only because they've been predicted in a few models mm. to win, and uh, Peyton Peyton has not been that great this year outside of, like, a couple games towards yeah, the Yeah, like, recently, Because Brock yeah. Eisweiler, like, won, basically got them into the playoffs. Right. And then... Uh, <laughs> Stepped it up Peyton's when he needed to. I like that. I mean, it, it depends. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's new versus old in a big way, because, like, this is going to be Manning's last game, maybe. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it's the, like, it's the you know, represents, he represents so much of, like, the standstill pocket QB, whereas, like, Cam Newton's, like, the new school, like, running back QB. Totally. And uh, he's, like, the best of his, the class so far. I think it's going to be an interesting game. No, I, I got I you. Hope I so. got you. Um, okay, I got to go eat dinner. Um, you're, you're right, right. I just hope that they don't, like, overdo the whole new, young fucking dichotomy to death, you know? I mean, they will. I know they will. You know they will. But, <laughs> ugh. Here, that's a, that's my biggest wait. prediction. I don't want to make any big predictions politically, but I will predict that the media surrounding the Super Bowl will really play to death the new young dichotomy of of quarterbacks. Mark my words, right? Yeah, Henry yeah, Hobbs. True. Come to us for yeah. for prescience. Out. Is that how you say that? Right. Uh, wait, come see us prescience? for what? It's like pre- 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 prescience. Is that how you say it? Prescience. It, de- it depends on what you're talking about. I don't know which word you're talking about. We'll figure this out. <laughs> All right, Pete. Uh, no, you know, we'll it's the word it. where it's like, um, it's like uh, foreseeing the future. P-R-E-C-I-E-N-T. That's a word. Fact of knowing something before it takes place. That's Prescient. right. Prescience. Prescience. 
Yeah, no, knowledge like of things before they happen, dog. Prescient. It's like you knew the definition of that word before you looked it up. What? You knew the definition of the word before you looked it up. Well, yeah, I used it in a sentence, and you were challenging me. So. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't challenging you. I just didn't know what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, talking about... And then I assumed that the word would be like prescience, right? If, if people come to us for yeah. that. Now it's, it's, all, it's all ruined, but you get my drift, right, dude? Like, I think we're going to shorten this bit, but yeah. Foretelling the future. <laughs> It'll be great. It's a word that means foretelling the future. Prescience. Prescient. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I actually didn't know how to pronounce it. All right, I guys. said it like prescient, which is wrong. All right. Good night, dude. This has been fun. Sorry for all the bullshit. Good night. <laughs> I love you. I love it's all okay. of our millions of listeners. You guys have been great. You supported us a lot through the years. Yeah. Um, go ahead and check yeah. out our future. Please send us some yeah, money. Go ahead and check out our future Kickstarter um, when it comes up. If you do have time travel uh, or, or oppression uh, capabilities, then go ahead and do that now. But um, until then... Yeah, Look please. Forward. Yeah, we, we, we're not going to uh, turn down. Or come from the us. future and give us stuff What's now. That? We'll take that from our kicks. Give us stuff now from our Kickstarter then, if you can. Yeah, ideally, you can do it in the future and then transfer it back to the, the our current present. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Win, 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 really, there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And win Meyer. And win Meyer. Okay. <laughs> Wherever he is. Hopefully he's still in Truckee. <laughs> or he's always the fourth win. Uh, win, 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 and win Meyer. That's actually great. I love that. I'm gonna put that in the repertoire. Alright, uh, this has been great. Alright, peace and love. I'm gonna on un- record. Henry and Ops! 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 <laughs> <laughs>